Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jamie, sipping two full with Jesus. And guess what? It's time to rise. Hey, what's up? It's Jamie. Allow me to introduce myself. You know, this is our first show. It's time to rise. On behalf of Rise Community, I am so honored that we are able to reach you through the airways, through the use of this platform to really create a show and content that is going to address some very critical, relevant and some very controversial issues that are surrounding the community. You know, I know that this is Sunday Gospel Hour, and I love the Lord. But when you get to know Jesus, you know that Jesus was revolutionary. Jesus is strategic, and that does not change. And so often we utilize um, platforms and medias to speak at people rather than to talk with them or talk them through things. So I want to introduce you to It's Time to Rise. What does that mean? What does that mean to us? Well, it's Rise Community and Rise Community is established and developed on the premise of being people-centric, results-driven, and value-based. I promise you, you're going to like what you hear afterwards. This show is a revolutionary show that is going to tackle the mindset of the current problems today, whether it be political, whether it be investment, whether it be relational, whether it be personal, introspective, whatever it is, the judiciary system, the criminal justice system, the things that our eyes are wide open to today. Is the Lord addressing them? And if so, how is he addressing them? Well, this is why I've come to challenge you. Can you take the challenge to rise? Can you look at things from another perspective in the absolute truth of the matter and utilize your, I guess, um, purpose to become part of the solution to the problems? Well, Rise Community challenges everybody to rise in that perspective of, or in the perspective of their mindset and how they see something, how they interact with it. And to really wrap your mind around what is God doing? I mean, what is he saying from minute to minute with things that are happening day to day? You know, we seemingly sit here with our eyes toward the sky and our hands in the air, and somehow the posture of the face is just as puzzled as we're trying to be like, okay, is this God? <laughs> what is this? What's happening? Well, I am purpose-driven. And being purpose-driven means I have to be intentional. And I'm telling you that this program is intentional. 
the continuous progression to evolution leads to revolution. And we all know that revolution is a way of shifting systems, particularly political systems. So I want to challenge you. Listen, I know that when you got onto the gospel hour on Sunday morning, maybe you were waiting for somebody to preach you the word of God. And mm, that's not my style. I'm not churchy. And I'm not speaking about or against anybody that is. But if we look at the word of God practically, if we look at the word of God and apply it to what is happening today, we would understand that God is just as relevant today in this very moment as he is in the Old Testament, as he is in the New Testament, as he is in the book of Revelation. So now it's time to rise. It's time for the blind man to have his eyes open and so that you could see things for what they really are. But it starts with a decision. So It's Time to Rise is a revolutionary show that's causing you or is going to make you think differently in accordance to where you are, who you are created to be, and what purpose you have here in your community, among your family, your friends, your businesses, businesses, even in relationships. So let's take that challenge and let's do this. We can get acquainted with one another and let this be our first date. (laughs) So today I wanted to discuss with you, you know, first let me, let me just tell you, God and I have a very unique relationship and it's one that really can't be put in a box. And so often when he shows me things, it's typically in, you know, this, this way, it's kind of like through storytelling, but it's not the story. It's how we walk out or how I walk through a certain thing. So allow me to demonstrate. So I'm crossing over. I'm actually, I was working one, um, one morning and I just kind of needed a break and I'm heading towards Penn Station in Newark, right? And so I'm taking a walk and I get through Penn Station And I wind up seeing some people that I've known on my journey. Well, this one person whom I met in the process on my journey, you know, she was leaving Penn Station and she was coming to the light on McCarter and Raymond Boulevard. So I see her on the opposite side of the street. And anybody who's from Newark knows that McCarter Highway is one long street to cross especially going down the Raymond Boulevard side. Well, she's at one corner and I'm on the other. I mean, she got there before me and she was just kind of standing on the corner. And she's looking at the light as it was green, signaling her to go. And I'm looking at her like, is she going to go or what? So I crossed over, minding my business, sipping my tea, doing what I do. And I crossed over and she still didn't move. She was just standing there. So then I had to cross over to the other side, waited for the light. I crossed over again and she still didn't move. And I said, you know, she got here before me. 
And she didn't make that crossover the first time and she didn't do it the second time. When is she going to do it? When is she going to move from that corner? So then at that moment, the Lord spoke to me and he was showing me how people don't make the appropriate moves when they've been given the green light to go. And so often when you don't make the appropriate move at the appropriate time, you stay stuck right where you are, stuck where you've always been, stuck. I said, huh, you got to take the opportunity to go when it's time to go. So I say all that to say this, when God starts to really um, minister to us, he's talking minute to minute and day by day. Have your face in that book. Yes, because the Bible does say man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word of God. But also keep your eyes wide open that you see God in everything and that you know what to do. So why am I bringing that up? Well, we can see the disparities in many different socioeconomic um, issues, topics, plights that are going on today. And we seem to come to a place where when we have conversation or dialect around the social issues, the social issues in specifically certain communities. My passion is for urban economic development. That is my passion. I love it. And urban economic development is a whole different structure when you compare it nationally or when you compare it relative to other communities that could be considered suburban or rural. The reason why there's a whole other structure to urban economic development is because of the, um, the scales of income, of education, of family units. And those have, su there's such a distinction um, between one to the next that it is not a clear representation of, I want to say it's not a clear representation of low income to, I would say, low income and upper class, but we have a greater definition in low to middle income, more so low income than we do in the higher incomes. So why is urban economic development important? Well, simply it's because we have to look at a restructuring of a system that will get people, the poor, unstuck to get them into the next place that they're supposed to be at. So there has to be a shift. Where does that shift start? A lot of economists, um, business development uh, specialists, consultants, 
even even politicians, they have not looked at the grassroots or the ground level of development in a community. Now, if we want to start at it, we might look at it from, a, you know, multiple tier perspective and business development, identifying the type of businesses, corporations and organizations that will generate money for a community. You're like, Jamie, is this gospel? Well, yes, it is. And let me show you how the gospel can show you about business, can show you about relationships, can show you about government, can show you about people to get you into the book so that you know what you're looking at and what strategic moves you should make. So. When you are looking at business development, corporations, the influx of certain types of businesses, you have to look at the surrounding communities and what that infrastructure is going to support. Where do we see support and infrastructures in the Bible? Well, when David set up his kingdom, he set up porters on the four corners. These porters were like support structures. They were, they were lookouts, right? They were lookouts for um, surveillance for the kingdom. One, you must fortify a city. When you fortify a city, you're able to know what's coming in and what's going out. So now what are we looking at? Well, let's take a look at the criminal justice system and what's happening right now. Police are being threatened, and it's a threat, being threatened to be defunded based on the negligent and the downright criminal acts that are reoccurring and have become normal occurrences within the criminal justice system. Now, I also want to keep people uh, or, or make you aware that don't think that it is not an agenda to heighten the criminality in a police department and diminish the actual truths about the criminality behind it. Meaning what we're seeing now is a very, um, uh, the representation of the criminality of the police officers without all of the information to support what is going on. And hear me out, it's on both sides. Both sides. So we have officers who are abusing their power. We have police departments and chiefs and whoever else that cover it up. We have officers who have bullied and have been bullied. And we have people who are on the street who have been innocently or, or who have been accused, who have been innocent and wrongfully accused and or mishandled by the abuse of power. And then we have those who have provoked law enforcement. So you could see the battle on both sides. When we see the battle on both sides, you're going to take position one or the other. And that is just the straight up truth, straight up truth. But in order to fortify a system, 
fortify the gates of the city. We must have understanding from both sides where there's equal representation. You know, the Bible does say that a false balance is an abomination unto God. So what am I presenting now? We've identified problems in one area, in one facet, but now I'm presenting strategic solutions in order to be able to combat this problem. Look at how Jesus set up the government, 12, the number of disciples, 12 representing government, set up the government for the kingdom government for the ministry. Well, he's chosen 12. So it's a full establishment. And after they've been trained, they were told to go out. They were shown how to go strategically to different areas, different wards, if you want to say wards, but specifically this was different regions to go instill a system, a same, the same system, uniform system across the board. Why am I telling you this? Why am I bringing up police officers, defunding, crime, negligence, all of that? Why? Well, because when we don't have the right community connections, we will never progress in the areas to evolve so that we could see a revolution. We need to start doing the groundwork from the grassroots. What did Jesus do? He walked the cities. He got to know the people. He got to know the issues and what was going on so that he could see it from multiple perspectives for himself. He wasn't only in the temple, but he was on the ship with the 12. He was on a mountaintop. He was in with the Pharisee. He was in with the sinner. Multiple dynamics of multiple of different perspectives. It's the frame of reference. And so right now we have a strong representation of one frame of reference that is not able to be decoded by another. What am I saying to you? Well, that's communication language. Communication language means that when you send out a message, whether it is body language, whether it is verbiage, whether it is physical, when you send it out, you are the encoder. The person on the other side must decode what is happening or what is being said based on the language structure. Now, you're like, am I tuning into the right station? Yes, you are. I'm showing you something. Without the right communication, without understanding from both sides, you will not have a result that you want or that is deemed, um, I want to say fair, and that's probably not the right word to use, but that is going to represent equality and representation of both perspectives. So do you see how we're moving through this? I want to focus here on representation.
simply because without the right representation, you won't have the right story. So allow me to explain. When you are starting a revolution, what do we need to see? We need to see something that is going to, we need to see a movement that is going to empower the people to change. I told you the story about how God spoke and what he showed me about that woman. Many have been stuck in the same mindset since like 1967. Many have been stuck in the same ways since 1967 and have not made a conscious effort to move forward to get to the other side. And this is what I'm showing you. If you've stayed in the same mindset and you haven't made a conscious effort to elevate, to rise, and to move forward, then you are stuck in the same place. And it might be at a different moment, but it's all the same time. Why? Because we know that time waits for no one, but we also know that Time is constantly moving. If you're not moving with it, you're certainly not moving against it, but you're just stuck. So my question is, after we're looking at all of this, if you're stuck, if you have the same mindset and have not been able to move forward, are you living? because something that is living is constantly evolving. And if you are constantly evolving, then you are going to be so strategic in formulating solutions to problems that have been reoccurring and reoccurring and reoccurring. Why does the problem continue to persist and reoccur? And I'm speaking across the board generally in many areas, but I've put a hyper focus on the disconnect between law enforcement and the community, the community and the politicians, the community and the businesses. Why hasn't there been a strategic or there, there is, I should say, there's a strategic gap allotment that is there waiting to be filled so that a bridge can be built so that the right conversations could be had to see solidarity in a community that needs to be fortified. You see, when David put people in the temple, the four porters had to go to the four corners of the of the temple, of the king of the temple, of the area, of this palace. But they had to be able to communicate to let the king know what was happening. Without the right structure and the right infrastructure, and the right communication. You won't know what's going on around you, especially if you are still stuck in that one place. 
Why am I doing this? Why am I saying this? Why is this the opening show? Well, I do believe that this is revolutionary radio. And I believe that we need to take these issues beyond the streets and really start thinking about them from a roundtable perspective. And whatever medium that the Lord decides to use, it will be used so that the voice is heard, so that the cries are made, and so that change happens. We see a lot of street organizations or organizations that I should say, not street organizations, but um, political action organizations and or outreach organizations that take a political stance um, in regards to these issues. But where are the where are the strategists? Where are the thinkers? Where are the people who can speak from the hearts of both perspectives so that there can be mutual understanding. And much of this is one-sided. It's one-sided. And until you can see both sides, change will not happen. This is part of progression. And this is part of the evolutionary moves towards revolution. Something must change. And at this point, it's a mindset. The grassroots and the very basic change starts with one individual, starts with one mind, starts with one thought that goes into one movement. And when an individual makes the decision to change, you will see how it could impact a family, which could impact a neighborhood, which could impact a block, that can impact a community, that can impact the state. It just takes one change. What's that change going to be? What is it going to be? What do, what do we have to sacrifice as people who want to see change? What has to be sacrificed in order for us to see that type of revolutionary movement sweep through the communities so that they rise. I mean, I've given you a lot all at once, but it's to really make you think and to introduce the show. You know, I wasn't quite sure how the Lord wanted to use this platform and what he wanted to state, but I believe it's time to talk about some very serious issues that can ruffle that can ruffle feathers and that can bring us to a place of understanding from multiple perspectives. And by doing so, we're going to be able to utilize the strategies of the Bible, the insight and the wisdom to create strategic plans throughout the communities so that we can see change, not just in businesses, not just in economic development, specifically urban economic development, but individuals, lifestyle, mindset, wellness and being, holistically and naturopathically, whole beings, so that they're able to function to the full capacity that would put them at a place of purpose and to be driven by the passions to see others rise. So I guess that this was just a quick intro of what to expect 
while expecting, <laughs> right? I am really excited to be able to go on this journey with all of you and really get some input about some tough topics that we can start to strategize together and piece together so that we can come up with a progressive plan that when we say we're moving forward, that not only that we're moving forward, but we're shifting atmospheres and environments to move forward with us. So this is Jamie. I'm coming next week with very specific topics that I have to wait on the Lord for. And I hope that this has just been the seed. This has just been something to spark you. And when I return next week, we're going to discuss some other topics that are really just like, I think it's the best way to say it. it's, it's on everybody's mind, but not a lot of people want to talk about it. So until next time, I will see you next Wednesday at 1130. You guys have a great day. So everyone, that's my time for today. It was amazing speaking with you. Listen, connect with us. You can check us out at www.risecommunityconsultants.com. You can subscribe to the blogs, um, the updates on the website and the information. There is a slew of information, a little bit of something for everybody. Listen, if you want to talk about a particular topic or maybe insight, please send us an email. You can connect with us via email or just simply on the contact card, send us your information. It will come right to the email and we'll be able to create a show based on some of the hot topics that you like. So thanks for tuning in with It's Times to Rise, which is sponsored in part by Rise Community Consultants. Everybody have a great week.